Hi, everybody. When I was in graduate school, I really liked analyzing diagrams that patients did as part of an assessment. Known as the HTP or house tree person drawings, I always thought that the descriptions and analysis added a lot of flavor and depth to an otherwise dry testing protocol. I recall mentioning to my mother at the time how much depth I got out of the experience. She reminded me of a story of a certain child who, whose picture she had once examined, whose relationship with her parent was somewhat strained. And after the parent had expressed anger, the child drew a picture of a ferocious, angry face with extremely large teeth and told the parent, this, this is you. It was a fitting diagnosis from a young child if there was ever supposed to be one. Diagnosis and naming in general plays a, a major role in this week's parsha. You see, after fighting with the mysterious Ish, identified by Rashi as Sarul Shal Esav, Esav's angel, Yaakov lasts the night and the angel calls for a truce and permission to return to Shamayim to praise Hashem. Yaakov tells him that he, Yaakov, was not going to let him go, unless you bless me. And after receiving a bracha from the angel, Yaakov asks him a question of him. For as the Torah notes, Yaakov asked the angel to please tell him his name. And the angel asked him why he needed to know his name. On the surface, it seems as if the angel skirts Yaakov's request. Why? And why does Yaakov give in? Why did Yaakov ask to know the name in the first place if he was merely going to give in and not insist on knowing who he was facing? But there's a second episode in the Parsha that I believe might offer insight into our questions. Not surprisingly, this time it involves not the protective angel of Esau, but rather the encounter that Esau himself has with Yaakov. And here too, the Torah comments, by Yoratz Esav Likraso, when Esav saw Yaakov, he ran to greet him. By Yechab Keu, and he hugged him. By Yipol Al Tzavarov, and he fell on his neck. By Yishakehu, and he and, and he kissed him. By and they cried. You know, in the Torah, on the word Vayishakehu, that he kissed him, there were a series of dots that offer some sort of hint that we're supposed to be figuring out. And Rashi cites the Sifri, who, who comments and explains, Rav Shem Bar Yochai teaches us that it's a well-known tradition, not to be confused with but it's a well-known tradition that Esav hates Yaakov. Now Rav Shem Bar Yochai's comments too scream diagnosis, but without explaining why or how that diagnosis came to fruition. That's the way it is, that Esav hates Yaakov. Diagnosis. We don't know what we're supposed to do with that diagnosis. One thing we do find in the writings of Chazal is that this is the source for anti-Semitism in the future. But what's the point of the diagnosis if it offers no explanation? You know, Rabbi Nachum Zemba Hashem Yunkom Damo posits that herein lies one of the great challenges in studies on anti-Semitism. He noted that throughout the study of world history, we find that Jews have lived in many different places, spaces, and socioeconomic statuses. It didn't matter whether the Jews' in status in society was at different points in time. Anti-Semitism still always managed to rear its head. It didn't matter if the Jews were wealthy and thus responsible for all of society's economic problems, or on the other hand, poor, and therefore considered leeches on society. 
It didn't matter if they were economically capitalists or communists. The anti-Semitism met them again on both sides. It didn't matter if they separated from society and lived a life apart or tried to assimilate into a broader society. Again, either approach yielded anti-Semitic responses from those who chose to hate us. Rabbi Menachem Zemba noted that this is why Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai was teaching us that there's no rhyme or reason to anti-Semitism. It's just a halacha. It's a tradition. And there's no point in trying to form a sociological, economic, political, or any other reason for it. That's what halacha means here. Even Rav Shimon Bar Yochai, who is the one who provides logical explanations for everything in the Torah, we call that Doresh Taima Dekra. Rav Shimon Bar Yochai can't explain this one logically. My colleague Rabbi Yaakov Trump once suggested that perhaps this is why the Malach of Esav didn't want to answer Yaakov. He told Yaakov when Yaakov wanted to pin down the reason why the angel fought him all night. Why ask my name and think you can diagnose me and the societal ill I represent, he asks Yaakov. The attempt to figure it out is futile, he said. Yaakov saw that this was indeed going to be the case. And so he accepted the angel's offering. He let the angel go because there was no point in trying to pin him down further. You know, anti-Semitism is a scary and foreboding diagnosis of world history and destiny, certainly no less than the angry face with the big teeth. If it's a guarantee in the world, then what are we supposed to do? How does a Jew expect to survive? I believe herein was the bracha of the Malach as well. You see, before Yaakov Avinu gets the, the non-answer answer of Lama Zetashalashmi, the angel turns and begins the bracha you offered Yaakov with a diagnostic question of his own. He asked Yaakov, Mashemecha, what's your name? As an angel, he probably knew Yaakov's name. So why did he ask? Perhaps he wanted Yaakov to answer the question to himself. Perhaps he wanted Yaakov to always know who he is and what he is capable of. He wanted Yaakov, and in fact, all of Yaakov's descendants, B'nai Yisrael, he wanted them to know that whenever anyone else in the world challenges a Jew's existence, it is for the Jew, both individually and the Jewish community at large, to know that we are Yisrael, that we are the people of Yisrael, the descendants of he, uh, of he who was Kisarisa Imelokim Ve'eman Hashem. We have fought with angels of Hashem and with some of the worst enemies and despots of world history, Vatuchal, and we have prevailed. That too, my dear friends, is also a halacha. In every generation, they may try to wipe us out. But as Rav Yosef Kahneman, the famous Parnavich once called out when visiting the Arch of Titus, we are still alive and thriving. And you, enemies of the Jewish world, you anti-Semites, be they Titus, Hitler, or Hamas, you will have an arch. Because Hashem saves us from the hands of our enemies. That too is a halacha. In our personal and tough times, nationally, we always answer an ominous diagnosis with power. David Melech Yisrael Chai V'Kayam, we declare, and Am Yisrael Chai. Wishing you, your loved ones, and all of Am Yisrael a Shabbat Shalom, a Shabbos of peace, and a Shabbat Shalom to all.